We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is Tyrese Halliburton, and you're listening to Setting the Pace. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to an emergency episode here of Setting the Pace. I'm your host, Alex Golden. Fachi, we got ourselves a Woj bomb, a Shams bomb, whatever you want to call it. Miles Turner extension in place. What a deal. This came out of nowhere. And I tweeted out, this was the definition of a Woj bomb. I'm at my parents' place. I had to drop everything the second this news came out. I said, Alex, we got to do a podcast right now. I got some old headphones for my mom on they got no earbuds and this is what we call toughing it out over here because <laughs> man i am just so hyped about this that we had to get this news out asap alex i want to hear your initial reaction when you saw the two-year 60 million dollar contract extension for miles turner yeah so the way that woge worded it and i think woge is one of the worst tweeters when it comes out to explaining things in details on his first i think he tries to just get it out so fast you know yeah it it wasn't very detailed and like i text you i'm like i don't think this is 60 million for the next two years plus an additional 17 i think this is 17 this year as part of that 60 million and i was like i just want i want to figure out the details because like 30 million a year for miles is a lot of money to me so i was like it's going to really dry up what you're able to do moving forward. So I thought, I just don't see the Pacers giving him that much for the next two years. So I'm kind of, I want to get an answer on this because that's all I really wanted to know. And then Shams comes out with a tweet and he says, Miles Turner and the Pacers have reached an agreement to keep him under contract through 2024, 2025 season salaries as followed per sources, 35 million for the rest of this season. So basically Miles was making $18 million this year. Fachi. He's getting a $17 million bonus. Thanks to the Pacers, number one, having cap space, and number two, having the ability to renegotiate and sign uh, him to an extension. So it wasn't the the annual 
add him with a 120% of his contract extension type of thing for like a four or five year deal. This is a very different thing, something we've never seen before. But because he's getting an extra 17 million this year, next season he's going to be making 20.9 million. And the year after that, 19.9. So it's a declining contract, Fachi. When I saw that, I said, this makes a lot more sense. And my God, what an incredible deal for Kevin Pritchard and Chad Buchanan to get Miles to sign because this is a hometown discount. Alex, this is a masterpiece of a contract extension. The $17.1 million renegotiation is the largest in NBA history. And I think that the Pacers set themselves up so well to be able to have that extra money to give Turner now. And what else were we going to do with it? We knew either the Pacers were going to have to sprinkle that across a few different players. They were going to have to take on a bigger contract. Why not take care and reward the longest tenured player you have in Miles Turner? The fact that you told me when you mentioned it, hey, about $21 million you know, next season, about close to $20 million the following. Alex, that is such a bargain right there that I'll, I'll tell you, Miles Turner this year at $18 million was the 12th highest paid center in the NBA. After this extension, he'll move just above Jared Allen and he will officially be the 10th highest paid center in the NBA. So it's, it's man, people were tossing around numbers in the past. Turner could be at 30, could be at $35 million. This is a home run extension to take care of one of your own while still putting the Pacers in a position to be able to, you know, hit free agency hard, whatever it is that they want to do. They still have that same flexibility, but now you know what you're doing at center because that's been the mystery no one believed in Goga, Daniel Tice, you know, that wasn't making anyone feel good. Mm -hmm. Having Turner back in uniform for at least two more seasons assures you that the Pacers are looking to win sooner rather than later. And it, it's got me fired up. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes you wonder how big of buyers could the Pacers be at this trade deadline now that they got Turner locked up. Tyrese Halliburton put out a hilarious tweet of a video. I think everybody should just go check that out because he was celebrating that Turner is going to be here long term. And, you know, Isaiah Jackson, he's just not ready yet. We talked about it the other day. I think he's 20, 21 years old, Fachi. So very young prospect, still a lot of room to grow. And the thing about this extension, it's only two years, which makes it even more enticing to what happens in the future. Because, yes, I think Miles has absolutely loved being here, Fachi. But it also gives him the opportunity to go out and get into free agency sooner rather than later. And what's even funnier about this, Bobby Marks, said, here is a breakdown of the Miles Turner renegotiation. Because this was a, renegoci a renegotiation, Indiana was allowed to de decrease the salary in the first year of the extension to 40%. So Turner gets a huge pay bump in this year's con uh, in this year's salary, making his $18 million now $35.1 million because he got that $17.1 million added to it with the renegotiation. And then the next year, it's only going to be $21 million, or like we said, $20.9 but the most interesting thing here is that Miles Turner is still eligible to be traded by this February 9th trade deadline. Because it's a Whoa. renegotiation, that makes it even more interesting. I don't think he's traded. I'm just putting that out there. I'm not sitting in here trying to say, oh, there are going to be more rumors coming and that kind of thing. But if he were to be traded, it would be at that $35 million price, not the $18 million that you're used to seeing now for this season. So his new contract that they were to trade him by February 9th would be for $35.1 million, Fachi. 
Alex, my mind was just blown. There is so much going on with this extension that is so out of the norm that, yes, to your point, uh, or you know, to what you mentioned, I don't believe the Pacers would just turn around and trade them. But you, uh, trade Turner, you have no idea what they're working on behind the scenes. Usually, I, if I thought maybe you sign an extension like this, you're not eligible to be traded for a handful of months to a year. Clearly, that's not the case here. This is a very, very unique contract extension. But I'm just excited to be able to, at least I thought, be able to kind of die down on the, is Turner going to get traded? Should they trade him? Because that's been ever since we started this podcast, Miles Turner has been rumored to be traded. So I thought maybe we were going to get a break for a bit, but uh, I I guess the roller coaster continues. But this does make me feel that if Turner was going to cut the Pacers a hometown discount, it was going to be to see this through a little bit more because his playing time with Halliburton, it has been very limited. But when we've seen them both out there together, the Pacers look good. They look good. And now I think there are smaller pieces that the Pacers could look to move to be able to upgrade the core of this roster. But when you look at at least, I don't want to call them a big three, but when you look at Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, Miles Turner, there's a lot to like over there with the ability to add to it. So I think this contract extension right here is a major win for the Pacers, regardless of whatever ends up happening. I mean, Turner truly could have signed for a far bigger deal in the offseason. So, man, I just want to tip my hat to the front office. Great job once again. Yeah, and and, and honestly, it's not one of those things. I mean, I would be surprised if they moved him, Fachi. I think it's interesting. Maybe they did it because they could make him – like. As weird as it sounds, it makes him more of an asset now if they were going to trade him, though, because he's got the two-year extension already at such a at such a low price. So I completely agree. You know, just because we've heard about the Lakers deal for so long, they could still basically just trade Miles Turner to the Lakers for Russell Westbrook and get those two picks from the Lakers if they wanted to do this deal because they still have enough salary where they could absorb Russell West Russell Westbrook's contract with just Miles in the deal. And the, the Lakers would already know that Miles is going to be the long term. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just throwing that out there as an idea. I think, honestly, yeah, you let this year play out mostly. You might make some more minor moves with your Daniel Tice's, Gogo Batadze's, maybe Chris Duarte, maybe O'Shea. Like some of those guys that probably aren't part of the long term plan. I have to wonder if Jalen Smith is potentially a guy on the move as well now because you just never Could know. Be. But to me, at this point, I think that. It gives you a little bit of time to figure out what you want to do. I, I think the the way Miles has played this year, there's no doubt about it. He has played like a top 10 center in the league, and he's fit in seamlessly with Halliburton. Now, I would love to see how he plays once Halliburton comes back. And now that this kind of is under the bed, he doesn't have to worry about this anymore. But he's just he's had a great year, and we know that in contract years, players play better. So this is really just a win-win move for the Pacers. I'm not sure because we kind of just – jumped on and did this, what their salary cap is going to look like next year because Miles will be on the books, but it will only be for about $21 million. So uh, I think basically – I want to say they had about 57 to $58 million in cap space. I could be off by a little bit, but I believe within about a million or two, that's what it is. So if you're looking at Turner at around $21 million, I mean, you're still looking at a healthy, basically about $37 million in cap space with – three first-round picks, and Mm. potentially the Rockets' early second-round pick. Does it get any better than that? 
I mean, they, they've really got themselves set up to, to, for a big summer coming up. And I think, honestly, if you can get yourselves, I mean, the biggest thing that I had with trading Turner at this point, who is going to replace him? Because we never not have anyone. No, nobody on our roster. And if you look nope. at any of the rosters around, like, no, thank you. Like, there's not yeah. a lot of dominant centers, or I guess you could say impactful centers in the league outside of your top 15 that you really feel comfortable paying money to that fit what this Pacer team wants to do. So I think this is a great move. Rick Carlisle loves Miles Turner. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton is clearly obsessed with him. And we know earlier on, we talked about this multiple times, but Miles Turner change agencies and is with the same agency as of course Tyrese Halliburton and I believe there's other guys on the Pacers roster as well that have that same agency but Tyrese is with that group we know Isaiah Jackson's with that group so you know it does make some sense Tyrese Halliburton is happy that uh one of his CAA clients is getting paid and he's going to be on his team so this is this is a great move I think at the end of the day while there is still a lot of optionality out there for the Pacers you have to love what this means for the team moving forward I just cannot believe the position we have been able to put ourselves in. I mean, you talk about the Pacers had presented the largest offer sheet ever for DeAndre. Ayton. Now they do the, the largest renegotiation in NBA history. It's like they're they're not afraid to spend some money, but they're also being smart with what's going on. And I think to be able to bring Turner back at the numbers that we discussed is just such a win for a franchise that – it's been kind of hard to come by wins. And I ain't talking about this season or, or the past couple of weeks without Halliburton. I'm talking about, you know, guys wanting out in the past to have a guy like Turner, who's now been here eight years. This is eight season to, to be able to sign an extension, early extension, instead of testing the market shows that, Hey, look, when he mentioned we're building something special here, you know, now I, I truly 110% believe it, that he meant it and wanted to see it through a little bit longer. Turner, still 26 years old. He'll be turning 27, you know, later this year. Still, you know, you can make an argument. This is his best year. I don't think it's an argument, but the fact that he could continuously get better from here on out with more chemistry, still just you know, getting used to being that lone big out there. I'm really excited for what's next and just how young this team is that they can build together because if Turner did leave in free agency, we might have wondered, or we traded him, we might have always wondered, what if we had gotten him to stay? Or what if we we kept him and we and we rode this out longer? And now the Pacers do get to see what this team could fully be in the future, assuming they don't you know turn around and trade him like you mentioned. Uh, I'm really excited for that because we kind of thought as of the last couple of days, it only makes sense to be sellers when now all of a sudden Pacers might be going in a different direction. No, you're right. And I mean, that kind of puts a little bit of a damper on them going in the different direction, I would assume. It, it, does, it does. It does. But, you know, this is a major win. But at the same point, you, you know, I love a good mystery box. What could have happened at the deadline? I still think that will make some moves. But the second that you, you know, re-sign Turner, you extend him, you got Daniel Tice back. You, you got to think at some point, are you flipping Goga? Is there another piece I mean, come here? On. That, I, I know, I mean, look, I know it's like a second round pick you might get back, but I just want to make a move just to make a move, which is everything they tell you not to do. But that's where I'm at. Well, I still think there are moves to be made with this roster. This roster is nowhere near complete and it doesn't, you know, say that Buddy Hill couldn't get moved. I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there, not saying that they will move him, but they like him. I mean, he's clearly a piece of this core. I think right now, if you're looking at this core, Fachi, 
you've got Halliburton, you've got Matherin, you've got Heald, you got Nimhart, you got Miles, and you got Neesmith. Other than that, I think everybody else, maybe you can throw in Isaiah Jackson if you really like the potential there, but I think those are probably your six guys that you feel pretty confident about this team moving forward with. The rest of the, the rest of the group, I think you can kind of look and see, mm, maybe we maybe we try to upgrade this roster, but you know, Miles Turner was too important for what this team wants to do and I think by bringing him back, you can just tell by how excited Halliburton is. This is a good thing for your franchise player uh, to be this happy. That is the kind of moves you need to make. And I, I know that when you get to the nitty gritty of it, like some people were saying, oh, you got to give Miles like he was worthy of 30 million a year. We always felt like that was an overpay. But for him yeah. to do this deal, Fachi, yeah, it might in retrospect look like that because you know, you could add on that extra 17 million, split that up between two. It's about eight and a half, nine, right? And add that on to what he's going to make the next two years. It's going to be close to 30. But I really just think giving him that money up front this season, you don't really have as much worrisome in terms of like what you're going to do with that money. You had to reach the, the the salary floor anyway. So they get that taken care of. They pay Miles as extra little bonus this year. And now they have themselves set up for the next two years to really improve this roster they got all their picks. I mean, I feel like the sky is the limit for what this team can still do in terms of roster building. And by the time Tyrese's extension kicks in, it'll be on Miles' expiring year of his contract. So it's it's not like this is a long term marriage, but it, it it's it's a it's a committed relationship. It's like they just gave him a promise ring, and you're hoping that maybe okay we can get married here soon. But it's not it's not like they're married to each other for the rest of their lives. It's a very short term deal. I I think it's perfect because you know how it is. You you sign someone to a four or five year deal. I mean, you get a couple good years, and then towards the end, it tends to be the players making more and more money each year. A year five usually trying to get out of the deal. A two-year deal, I feel like, takes Turner to still not even 30 years old. He'll hit free agency when he's you know, 29 years old. I think that's perfect. So I, I still just cannot believe that we were able to do this. What looked like it was going to be a rebuild kind of just feels like overnight. I know we're not all the way there yet. I mean, the Pacers are still hanging on to, you know, one of the last play-in spots for dear life. But it just makes me feel like, okay, you know what? Things, things are going in the right direction. So, man, just in terms of the, the uh, centers that are paid more than Miles Turner now, you're looking at a Vucevic, who's not the same player he used to be, Al Horford, not the same player. And then you start to creep into the elite of the NBA, like a Bam Adebayo, like uh, Nicole Jokic, Joel Embiid, Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Davis, obviously Rudy Gobert. But, uh, you know, there's – there's and then DeAndre Ayton is in that mix. But uh, Ayton still – a good $10 million per year above Turner. As much as we were interested in Aiton before, there ain't a $10 million difference between those guys. So this is a home run win for the Pacers. And um, man, Alex, if Miles was here, I would truly shake his hand and say, hey, look, man, I'm sorry. All I just ever wanted to do was what's best for the Pacers. And this deal right over here was best for the Pacers, and it was real good for Miles. So I think this is as good of a win-win as you possibly could have asked for because no way Turner was just going to sign like a one-year extension. I mean, this is this is a situation that I truly think benefits both parties, but that loophole in the system of being able to renegotiate for this year 
is what made this deal happen when it did. Yeah, and and it's it's a great deal for everybody involved. So, you know, Miles gets pretty much the money he was looking for, 77 not 77, 60 million dollars that he was looking for. That Woj tweet still throws me off. It makes me feel like he was about to get 77 million dollars. You and I were texting that. I was like, yeah. I don't know, Alex. I think it might be 77 million. Yeah. And then when it comes down to 60 million total for like arguably two and a half years that's that's just unbelievable right there well, i had about five text messages come through my phone and one was like yours 77 million someone's like oh my i can't believe they gave him that much money and then someone's like this is this right and i'm like okay let me make sure i'm reading this correctly because it's just like whoa you know i'm sitting here casually watching seinfeld at home with my wife just kind of chilling we're, we're about to go somewhere here in a little bit and then all of a sudden i get a text that says oh yeah, let's go. And I'm like, what just happened? Did a trade happen? Like what's going on? So I pull up my uh, Twitter. I'm looking at my notifications. I'm like, oh my, this is huge. So yeah, no, like you said though, honestly, I, I get so sick and tired of people calling us haters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. like, it, is, it is what it is. I mean, we had a, an ongoing forever conversation about Miles and Domas for like four years straight. It was tiresome on the podcast. I totally get it. We were Sabonis fans. We still are Sabonis fans. We love what Miles has done for this team this year. We believe that Miles has taken a big step that we didn't know that was going to ever come. He stayed healthy. He's been pretty important for this team, and we're both happy with it. I have no problem with it. Like you said, I don't hate Miles Turner. People want to call me a Turner hater. I don't care. You can say whatever you want about me. You can make as many fake accounts with me as you want. Troll me. I I don't care. I love the Pacers. That's all that matters to me. And Miles Turner has been great for this Pacers team. So let's keep him. Let's move forward. The only thing I was saying a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about looking at maybe doing a rebuild, we just didn't know. We had no clarity on this, Vachi, and they were losing a ton of games. So I'm thinking to myself, it probably does make sense to try to get as many assets as you can. Now, I still don't think missing the playoffs is the worst idea. I still think getting into the lottery is the best thing for this team, but mm. I can't really see them selling. I can't see like the players selling out to you know, not trying to at least make the play in with the roster they've assembled. I'm with you over here. It's like knowing that Turner's going to be here or most likely going to be here. It's still crazy to have to throw that in there after he signs an extension. But And then getting Halliburton back makes you feel like I just can't see this team just like bottoming out with a healthy lineup. So I, I do think they could be in, you know, still remaining in that play-in territory. I don't see them climbing into the top six. and Crazier things could happen. But it just makes me feel like, okay, you know what? Hey, we're going in a great direction, and there's a ton of other fan bases that wish they could be in the spot that we're in. And Alex, I think it's been quite some time since we've really been able to say that. But the Patriots have just set themselves up fantastically to make you dream that anything could happen, not this year, but moving forward. Right, and, and it's it's really cool to see. I mean, I know we don't we can't keep going too much longer because you got things to do. You're obviously stopping what you're doing to record this here right now. So uh, everybody, thank Flatchy on Twitter because nah, he stopped hey, what he was doing to to record this. Ne but never that I, whoever's listening to this right now, I am just as excited as you are. Had to do it because man, this is just something the Pacers had. I think it was what to March 10th to come to an agreement, or maybe it was March 1st. Either way, it was, it was in March. But the trade deadline being February 9th. I thought all of a sudden, Alex, I thought we were down to two weeks to, to get that, you know, ink on the paper. And I'm going to be honest, I never thought it was going to happen. And here we are. Yeah, I mean, my thing was I thought it was going to happen probably 
in February. That's kind of what I was expecting. My whole thinking was, it's just like, they got to ride this out. I honestly don't think they were going to get the, the trade offers they wanted just because it so was going to be an expiring deal and everybody knew they had to trade him or they were going to lose him for nothing. So if you know that's the case, then you got to find a way to keep him and kind of recoup that trade value. Now, everybody's going to be mad at me for saying trade value, but that's ultimately what it is at the end of the day. You have to have your players have some kind of value. But um, even if now I would say this, Fachi, if we're redoing our, our player rankings for our trade value rankings, I think we would both put Miles at three now uh, yeah. in terms of like trade value. You might even put him at two, but I, I don't think you can jump him above Benedict or Halliburton. Nah. I think three is where we would put Miles at now just because of the really nice, friendly team contract. The ability to trade him still would be very high because you can still do it. But now you don't have to worry about him being an expiring, which does diminish his value a little bit. So overall, I love the deal for the Pacers. I'm excited to see what happens. But we don't know the details yet um, in terms of how much salary cap we would have for this season, but we will have that for you Monday because we still are going to be doing our annual trade stuff. I only had one Miles Turner trade if the extension didn't happen. So I still got four in the bag and I could find another one for you, Fox. So not too worried about that. I bet you that. could. I'm not too worried about that. And a little spoiler for you. No three-team deals from you, Pachi. That is a shocker. You were the king of a three-team deal. I mean, I've seen you work wonders with a three-team deal. <laughs> I've always kind of sticking to two. It's easier, but uh, that does surprise me. I got I got four deals right now, and they're all between two teams. So, And they're not like, oh, my gosh, I love this. It's the greatest deal ever. So uh, I might have to change one based on uh, how much salary cap space we have left. But if we gave Miles 17 and we had how much before that, Fachi? 31 million, 28 million? What was it? Uh, it, I, I want to say it was like it was upwards of $25 million that we had available for this okay. year. Okay. So I'll have to look and make sure I can still mm -hmm. do all of my deals legally. But regardless, this is exciting, Fachi. And uh, I think everybody should be happy to be a Pacer fan today. Even if you hate Miles Turner, it's still a good day because your team's going to be good. You have a player that's going to be here for the next two years. But if you don't want him here long term, well, you won't have to wait too long because it's a good chance he does not resign an extension in 2024, 2025. So if anything happens, it would probably have to be in the offseason. So at least you have some hope there if, if you are the biggest Miles Turner hater and you absolutely are just devastated by this news. Hey, I, I think you shouldn't be because at the, at the end of the day, we root for, you know, hey, we root for Indiana, the Pacers. Yeah. That That's not the name on the back. We're rooting for the name on the front. And no matter who's there, I'm going to root for you. So if anyone had ever called me a, a Turner hater in the past, I'm a Pacer lover. All right. That's what <laughs> I am. So, yeah. Yeah. You get that right. All right. So yeah. I am so excited about where we're going. The fact that we got this deal done today, it's it still shocks me. If I didn't hate getting pinched, I'd probably pinch myself just to know that it happened. All yeah. right. But, Alex, there's a lot to root for. I'm happy that we were able to get this episode in on the weekend because at the end of the day, man, when news like this happens, I'm great that you got someone on the other side just as excited as I am to race and be able to, you know, get our thoughts out there. Absolutely. And if there's anybody that hates this trade, Rick Carlisle gave you three words the other day. 
put that or not three words, but he gave you a saying, put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not three, but it were quite the I feel same. like I feel like Charles Barkley. I got two words for you. Steve Nash and Chris Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I just had a, I just had a Charles Barkley oh, moment man. there because I uh, am just out of my mind right now. But Fachi, before we close this out, any final thoughts or do you want to just let the people know where they can find us at on social? I'm ready to let the people know. All right. Let them know, Fachi. All right, so you can find us on Twitter at SettingThePace3. You can find Alex on Twitter at AlexGoldenNBA. I can be found on Twitter at underscore F-A-C-C-I. You could find us on Instagram at PacersTalk. You can find us on Facebook at SettingThePace. You can find us on TikTok at SettingThePace. And Alex, tell them where they can check us out on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com slash SettingThePace, Pacers Podcast, where you can find all of our awesome videos there. Subscribe if you haven't already, but make sure you like all of our videos and let us know what you think in the comments section. But Fachi, if you absolutely love the deal that the Pacers just agreed to with Miles Turner for a renegotiation and extension, then hit me with those three words. Let's go Pacers! Setting the pace, going to the top. Setting the pace, going to the top. This is your number one podcast. Sweeping every team. We gon' need a mop. Smooth. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.